Hey there, my name is Wendy Prater. I've been an agent with Magical Journeys Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner for five years now. I'm also a proud sponsor of the Dis After Dark podcast. These guys are great. Keep listening. Whether you have been guilted into taking your little princess to see Elsa or you're wanting to drink around the world showcase in a fabulous adult vacation, let me help you create the most magical experience by cutting out your stress. I make the plans, you make the memories. I'll find you the best deals and arrange your whole itinerary. My services are free, so why not? Mention this ad for $25 off your deposit. I also specialize in universal vacations, all major cruise lines, and all-inclusive vacations. After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Universal After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm your host as usual, Amanda, and I'm joined today by two of my best buds. So I'm joined by Nick. Hello. And Paulie Day. Good evening. Speaking of Polly Day, I've just been watching Jersey Shore Family Reunion, I think it is, and I freaking loved Jersey Shore, and oh my god, it is intense. Like, I need to binge watch the whole thing when I get off. Now, Mr. D, just to let you know, um, Jersey Shore <laughs> is a reality TV show that's really awful, and one oh, of the characters terrible. is called Paulie D. <laughs> oh, no resemblance to the man. I'm going to send you a picture because, I mean, if you want to dress up like Polly D from Meetup, I'm not going to argue. I don't think he's got the hair for it, Amanda, if I'm honest. I feel no. like I've got hair extension somewhere in my house. We <laughs> could is. fashion you a poof. Oh, <laughs> 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 I I'll pass on that one. Yeah. It has its own name, but there's, I don't there's remember. Horror what it's called. And there's horror. It's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not buff. Uh, that's I mean, you know, that's something you put your feet on. Uh, yeah. that's a derogatory term in England yeah. for uh, yeah. homosexuals. Um it's not really hair, but hey, whatever. Yeah. It's got a special name for, for Paulie D's hair style. So if you know it, let's know in the group. I'm going to Google it in a minute anyway. But anyway, let's start like we always do with what we're drinking. <laughs> Nick, I'll let you go first. Right. I've got, only because it's sweating, um, like the can is sweating because it was so cold and now it's uh, been out of the fridge for a while. I have got a Point Break craft lager, right? Ooh. And I'll read out the description. A smooth, refreshing, and dripping down my leg. That doesn't say that on me. 
Um, full-flavoured lager brewed with 100% lager malt, Californian lager yeast, and that Halarutu Blanc hop. Sweet and fruity with distinctive passion fruit and melon flavours, uh, leading to a crisp finish with hints of pineapple and white grape. That so, sounds so fancy. That's why I had to read it yeah. out. I mean, I never normally bother to, but it, it sounds so fancy. And I'm trying to... There we go. Oh, a little bit of fizz. Hang on. Oh, that's nice. Oh. It's quite it's what? um it's quite sweet. Um you can it's definitely fruity, but yeah, that's that's pretty damn good. I'm gonna have to go and get some more of them. Who is it by? Uh it's by uh Brains Craft Brewery. And I picked it up because um, Lidl's other supermarket chains were available. We're doing like craft beer week or something. So they had like about 30 new beers that they don't normally stock. And this was one of them. And because it said passion fruit, I was like, I'll give that a go. But I wish I'd bought more now. Oh, I feel like I need to go and check it out now. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can get it other places. But yeah, Brains Craft Brewery. Yes. And yeah. Zombies, brains, it all links in. Yeah. So, yeah. Holly Day, what are you drinking? Nothing so exotic. I'm not quite sure. There must be a connection. Mexican <laughs> Corona. There's got to be a Halloween Horror Nights connection. I mean, somewhere. maybe not a Halloween Horror Nights one, but it ties very nicely into Fast and Furious. Yeah. Corona's all over the family. That's true. Cheers. Um, yeah. chin, chin. So, I'm drinking. A Bud Light in a very special glass because our Craig is fresh back from Florida and he brought me back a Hard Rock souvenir glass and came to drop it off to me earlier today. So it's very fancy. I'm going to take a pic of it in a minute and I'm going to put it in our group because it's such a cool glass. I'm all about souvenir cups. Um, we know. We know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a collection. <laughs> well, we're going to talk yeah. about those in a little bit, I think. We yeah, are I think so. indeed. But while we're on the topic of drinks, I just want to kind of update everyone a little about the meetup. So I know that we had an issue last week <laughs> with Aventura and not even until four for the Reef Bar. So we have provisionally reserved the NBC Sports Room Grill. NBC. We provisionally booked um, a table out in there for us to go to at two o'clock on the Friday. Now, we it's not 100% yet. Luke has very kindly called them up for me today and tried to arrange it. Um, worst case scenario, they'll just find us somewhere else, so we'll definitely be going somewhere. But for right it's now, like, it's at NBC. It's like secret cinema, except it's a secret meal. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll drop clues. <laughs> well, we yeah. do need to. We do need to like just to have something confirmed. Otherwise, we aren't going to know where to meet. Um, but yeah, that's the plan. I mean, look, what we found is it's very hard to try and get uh, a table for two hundred people because obviously that's how many people are going to be at our meetup. Um, no, it's because of the party size. Um, they have to just double check so we're going to get a confirmation hopefully as man has said in a few days and then we'll know more and then we'll create the event again and then you can let us know and if not we'll be giving up craig lucas's room number yeah it's all gonna happen in there party at craig's um yep. and also also i didn't tell you this amanda 
Um, but I'm going to get some badges made up. Oh, yes. Universal After Dark badges. So if you come to the meetup, you get a badge. If you bump into us around the park and we've still got some, you'll get a badge. And if you're really naughty, you'll get two badges. <laughs> <laughs> and if you and if you bump into us and we don't have any badges, we'll try and bump into you again or meet you somewhere and give you a badge because we will. I, 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 I'm getting an, enough done that we shouldn't have to run out at all. Um, but I'm not going to carry them all around me at the same time. So there will be limited stocks at certain times. But we will try and give everyone a badge that wants a badge. So. That's for you as well. Oh, and our I'm patrons so will get badges as well. Um, so <clears throat> patrons, uh, just let us know that your dresses are up to date and um, once they're made, you'll get a badge as well. Yes. So I'm super excited about this. I literally, like, I feel like this is going to be the highlight of my trip is just getting to hang out with you guys, getting to hang out with you guys, the listeners. All my podcasting friends. Well, it's going to be a all your podcasting time. friends. Some maybe not, but yeah. Some. I know some have like messaged like us, like us individually, and then like messaged the group and stuff, and be like, "Oh no, like I leave a week before. Oh no, I don't wait until a week after." And I'm like, "Oh, I wish that everyone could just come together because it'd be so nice." But yes. this is just going to be the first of many. Yeah. And Todd, um, I'll message you separately. We'll do something on Thursday. I don't know what yet, because I'm not, I'm not sure what time I get to Aventura, but we'll sort something out. For sure. So the plan right now is that we're going to go, and hopefully if we can get NBC confirmed, we're just going to hang out, have a couple of drinks together. I'm going to eat some fries. Everyone else can feel free to also eat fries or whatever tickles the fancy. I don't know, chicken wings. Um... And then that'll be until four. Then we're going to head over to Stay and Scream. So whoever has a Halloween Horror Nights ticket is more than welcome to join us. But we will have um, express passes. So yeah, we might I, not be able to hang out with everyone for the whole entire time. But we will do our best. Four o'clock is probably going to be the time that I head back to a hotel to change. If yeah. it's been like it has been before, which is I've switched my arse off all morning. I need to change into a fresh top. But I will be back for Stay and Scream. For sure, for sure. So speaking of Stay and Scream, actually, I feel like I'm doing such a good job of linking everything in together today. It's all coming up Mill House. So I had a few messages after the last episode about the new Stay and Scream ticket that's being released for Halloween Horror Nights. So some people are worried that this is going to replace free Stay and Scream. It's not. Well, not this year anyway. Not, not this year, hopefully not ever. I know that we always panic about like multi-night tickets and like, what are they going to take this way from us? Are going to take that away from us? As of right now, we can still do Stay and Scream for free, providing that we have a day ticket and a ticket to the event in the evening. That's fine. This is for the people who do not have a daytime ticket. So basically, you'll pay $25 and you'll buy your tickets in advance. So you can buy them on the Universal website. You go to the Halloween Horror Nights section and you go to the extras section underneath single night passes. So for your $25, you're going to have access to Universal from 3 until 5. 
you have to pre-select the night that you want to go so you have to know in advance and then at 5 p.m you'll be led to a stay and scream area exactly the same way as you would if you would do a normal stay and scream i honestly think that if you haven't got a day ticket 25 dollars for two hours is a good deal yeah absolutely you get to do some rides if you want for sure i mean what's the average daytime ticket now like a hundred and something dollars Oh, it's something stupid because I know P-Dubs has just bought, I think he just said he bought his Universal ticket today. And it was cheaper for him, it, from the UK obviously, um, to buy a 14-day ticket than it was to buy two days. Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> yeah. Break even points about somewhere between two and three days. Yeah. So um that's that's what he did i mean and that's because we get really cheap tickets in the uk but that's because we don't get the option you know when we are coming over from the uk we're not normally coming over for a weekend like we are <laughs> like some of us are um you know and we normally say they're longer than american families do so that's why we get longer tickets and the, the prices are about the same um but yeah so because of that um it, it's cheaper to do that i might look into because i got the i got the offer that was going in july which was buy two days get three days free oh. um and you had to use it all in the same seven day period but um yeah you, you you basically paid the cost of two days and got three days on top and i might see what the upgrades charges to an annual pass while i'm there I'm not. I'm not certain that I'm coming back next year. I really want to, and the way I look at it is, let's just say for argument's sake, they say it's fifty dollars. Well, I may as well just upgrade the ticket. You know, I don't know what it's going to be. How much did but... you pay for your for your two day, three day free ticket? Oh God, uh, I paid about one hundred and forty UK. I bought them direct from Universal, so it was in dollars, but I paid about one hundred and forty pound in the UK. Okay, so let me just have a little look. I know that it's always cheaper and a better deal for me to get the um, the annual pass as opposed to me getting the fourteen day ticket, and that's because I go for longer than fourteen days. Yeah, but currently a two park seasonal pass is two hundred and sixty nine ninety nine dollars. And let me just check out what a... So basically on a lot of the UK ticket websites right now, they're doing three parks for the same prices too. So you yeah. get Volcano Bay included. Mm -hmm. So I know you can't like super compare it, but even the price of um, the three, the three park annual pass. So let me just get the three park one. Oh. So three park annual pass seasonal is $368. A three park two week ticket is £287. So let me just do some maths. Not much different now. No, probably about. No, so £287 or £307 for the annual pass. Wow. And obviously, with the seasonal pass, you don't get as many perks as what you do with the Premier Pass. But if one person in your group gets the Premier Pass or the preferred, well, you don't even need the Premier Pass, you get a preferred pass, which is what I usually get. 
you get 10% off all of your merch, you get discounts at restaurants, but only one person in the group needs to use that. So I know that this year Luke has his preferred pass. I'm literally just getting a season pass. So Luke is so going to be my shopping buddy then? Huh? Luke's going to be my shopping buddy then? Yes, <laughs> precisely. Precisely and, that. And for the season pass, are the blackout dates or days of the week? Can't there go? are blackout dates. So not in September though. It tends to be just times like Christmas time, New Year time, a little bit in right. summer. So currently the seasonal pass blackout dates are when they load up. Um, January 1st to 3rd, April 12th to 27th, just for Easter. July 1st to 31st, they've got a big chunk in July. But to be honest, if I was, I wouldn't go on holiday to Florida in July personally anyway, because I haven't got kids, so I don't need to worry about like school holidays and stuff. And then Christmas week. Oh, well, we should maybe have done that, actually. I think it's a fantastic deal. It yeah, is a good deal, sure. yeah. For sure, especially if you do go for a little bit longer than two weeks. Like, I think that my trip this year is about 19 days. I know that I took two days off when I cancelled and rebooked. Um, so it makes sense for me to get it rather than having to buy a two-week pass and then a one-week pass that would be, like, ridiculously expensive or even trying to add one day as onto it. But for me to renew my annual pass this year, it's going to be, I'll get an even cheaper price for it. So obviously if you know every year, it's going to be cheaper and cheaper for you. I'm always a big advocate of the annual. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I, I get why. It makes sense. Yeah, me too. I don't know if you, uh, if you noticed what Disney have done. In respect to the Mickey's Not So Scary party. Yeah, it's... Um... It's, it's interesting, um, really touching it a little bit, um, mm-hmm. because it's one thing they haven't done for a long time. Well, this is the first time I think they've ever done it. Yeah, I don't think they've ever done it before. So for anybody that doesn't know, they've released a thing called a party pass, which gets you unlimited access to every Mickey's Not So Scary party, apart from the 31st of October. Yeah. Which is them anyway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, that always sells out, but it's a pretty good deal, really. Um, what's the what's the single price at the moment? So it's two ninety nine plus tax. Oh no, sorry. Oh, I mean, what's the what's oh, the single night pass? Well, hundred dollars or something. Was, yeah, ours was one hundred and nine dollars per plus person tax. plus tax. Yeah. So you know, it's a little bit more than double. So oh. you need to go three times, three times, yeah, to make it worthwhile. But you know, there's so many parties on the parties actually start. And- so next week's disaster dark, um, we actually have Craig on after his trip from Orlando, and he'll be talking about uh, Mickey's not so scary as he's actually been to it. Um, now we've got a bit of a confession at this moment because we lost a middle part of this episode. We was yeah. all talking away. Amanda had, had a bit of a connection issue. She came back. We carried on. When I went back and listened to it, that all went. So we're having to re-record this segment right now. So there's no Mr. D. You won't hear him snoring in the background because he's not here. <laughs> You're just left with me and Amanda. And then it will revert back to the original audio and Mr. D will start talking again. So that's yeah. explaining his absence. 
Uh, he did make, want me to make it very clear he wasn't asleep. I mean, uh, we might have just tied him up in the basement. Well, I mean, look, you are that kind of person. I, I am. I am. <laughs> Can't hide who I am. <laughs> so um, what we were doing originally was we were talking about um, all the merchandise that's been released for Halloween Horror Nights. But before we get into that, um, after we recorded, like literally hours after we recorded as well, one of, I think, the biggest announcements of Halloween Horror Nights in years was announced on Twitter. It was. And honestly, I feel like this really broke my heart. Oh. So, honestly, I'm like, I saw it in the morning when I woke up. Usually, you guys know what I'm, I'm like. I say I wake up to like five o'clock every morning. But I'd go into bed early this time. And so when I woke up and I was just going for my phone, I was like, am I asleep? Is this real life? Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't even want to say it because it hurts I'll, me. I'll, I'll say it. I'll okay. say it. So, I'll my ears. <laughs> <laughs> so after, uh, and Amanda probably knows uh, exactly how many years he's been, he's been doing this particular role, but uh, Mike Aiello is leaving his position um, for Halloween Horror Nights to move into a new role at Universal as part of the the new epic adventure uh, expansion which is uh, starting as we speak so this will be his final year doing Halloween Horror Nights um, his last day I think is the 6th of September if I remember rightly um, it's not like me to actually have the information in front of me uh, <laughs> So I'm guessing, I know it was early September, but... It's his last night's opening night of Halloween Horror Nights, and that just hurts more. Yeah, that's that's even worse in a way. Although, I mean, so, you know, he's done the work for this year's event, obviously. Um, I don't know. I know they like to work a lot in advance. I don't know how much of his, um, his fingerprints are going to be over 30. I'd like to think there will still be some of that there as well. Um, but I think, I don't think anyone saw this coming. I mean, to be honest, I don't even know if Mike saw this coming. No, honestly, I think that everybody was just so shocked by it. I don't think anybody knew what to say. It was Honestly, I was speechless. And then when I got home from work, Ash was like, hey, did you see about Mike Aiello? And I was like, don't, it's still raw. Especially as well, because I know what a bad day at work you had on Wednesday. Honestly. General let alone with that hanging over you as well. Um, so, so, like, do you know how long Mike's been, like, running Orlando's Halloween Horror Nights? So he's been with Universal for 20, well, more than 20 years. Heading Halloween Horror Nights, I want to say maybe, like, seven? Maybe. Maybe a little bit less, um, but he's been heavily involved in it for a very, very long time. So when he started working at Universal, he was doing roles as like a skipper on Jaws. He was a Ghostbuster. He's done a little bit of everything. He did a lot of work on the Bill and Ted show. Was he a Blues Brother as well at one point? He was indeed a Blues Brother. Yeah. He's he has honestly done a little bit of it and he's worked his way right up through the company. So in one sense, I'm really, really sad that we're losing him because I feel like we never deserved Mike Aiello. Like he was so good at what he did, and I've never met anybody who's so passionate 
about their job before and so passionate about horror in general and like the themed entertainment industry in general he was just so fantastic and he was just as much of a fan of horror nights as what we were and that's why he made it so obviously it was it's not just him he has a fantastic team behind him and I'm sure they're going to continue to do great things but with him steering that ship it was the perfect mix however on the flip side but I mean obviously he could steer a ship because he proved that on Jaws indeed indeed all comes together but I know how hard that he works and he's worked hard for a very long time and I think obviously people have to progress in life and I'm very very happy for him that he's going to be moving on to do work in the new park and that he's obviously had a promotion so congratulations Mike boy still stinks yeah yeah I, I, I share that I mean obviously I'm not the Halloween Horror Nights fan you are I really appreciate the work that goes into the events. Um, But, you know, I don't have the history with the event like you do. So all I can say is, is that, you know, the years that I have, I have gone, um, I've I've had his involvement in and they've all been excellent. And the other thing as well, and this kind of goes back to what we were saying uh, on a previous episode is, you know, the, the social media this year for, Halloween Horror Nights has not been particularly good. You know, we did we did say it's been a bit ropey this year. And one thing about Mike is he is he's really good at using social media, mm-hmm. which is unusual for somebody that's a little bit older. Sorry to be ageist. I mean, I'm not very good at Twitter either. Um, but he was somebody who, you know, would like drop hints in. He would leave you guessing a lot of the time about things that are being hinted at. Um, and when you know there are there are films that he was able to get the rights to do at Halloween Horror Nights, and those houses were so good because he was so passionate about them, you know. And you know, I'm sure whoever comes in to do to take over the role will be excellent and will, you know, obviously want to put their own stamp on it. But as long as they show, you know, even half the amount of passion that Mike has been putting into this event over the years, it will continue to be a good thing. Um, but it's a big, big boots to fill. Big boots to fill. They are. But I feel like we we do have like a super solid creative team right now in the likes of like Blake Braswell and Charles Gray and Jason Horn. And I think... I don't know it just hurts it just hurts me but I know that they're fantastic at what they do and I know that they've worked really closely with Mike over the years and I think it was Blake that I'd posted just after Mike had and he was like every idea that I ever have like Michael tell me to like think about it in a different way and then it'll make like my idea like 10 times better and it'll make it work and that's what he'll miss the most and I'm like now that you've had that though now you can kind of do that for yourself and then maybe you can do that for someone else yeah so i have no doubts that it's it's still going to be an amazing event it's just going to be different i felt the same when james michael ruddy left yeah and again (laughs) somebody who did a really good job left a real kind of uh imprint there 
Um, and so that's it. You know, next year's event is not going to suck because Mike's not there. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're not going to see this dramatic dip, or I certainly hope we don't see this dramatic dip in quality. I'm sure we won't because, you know, he's gone, but the team remain. Um, but like you say, when somebody, and we've been talking a lot about this kind of stuff on Dis After Dark recently about, you know, people like Chapek or Paycheck, as we call him, um, <laughs> you know, there are people that run these things and do these things that don't seem to have the right passion for it or you, you think it's a bit misplaced, Mike is somebody who you never felt that with. You always knew that he put 110% into everything that he did, and that's why um, it, it's a big role to fill. But I've got no doubt that things will, will you know, continue to, to do well and the events will continue to be successful and you know, lots of fun to attend. And if anything, it actually excites me more for Epic Adventure. Honestly, yeah, because I know that everything that he does in this new park and everything he has a hand in doing is going to be fantastic, especially if we do get this classic Monsters Land. And, you know, that could well be one of the reasons why. You know, mm -hmm. we don't know, you know, what it, you know, why they've picked him to do this role. And it could be because there is something that they need that, ex that level of expertise on that's going in there. And they need to make sure that somebody knows what they're doing. So, you know, fair enough. And Mike, you know, we're, we're out there from the 26th to the 30th. If you want to get a beer, you'll be off the clock. You know, you'll probably be doing a nine to five rather than, you know, whatever you're, you'd be doing for a Halloween Horror Night. So uh, we'll be more than happy to buy you one. A nice cold oh, one. Sure. Oh, sure. Anyway. Well, speaking of drinks. <laughs> yes, speaking of drinks. Well, you... Drinks. I, you... I don't know if it's hanging around me too long. I'm not sure what it is, but you and Segways recently. I mean, you've really... Honestly, I'm on fire. Oh, my God. I can feel the heat from here and we're miles away. <laughs> I feel like it's... Um, I've been watching a lot of Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. So I know a lot about UFC now. <laughs> and also a lot about Segways. <laughs> <laughs> Education. So, speaking of drinks. Probably one of my favourite pieces of this merchandise that we've had released, which um, I may or may not have started talking about before we lost the audio. No, so we hadn't actually mentioned anything about merchandise. We were oh, just about right. to start talking about Okay, well, there you go. Merchandise, spoiler alert. We had all of the merchandise released on Universal's website earlier this week when we first recorded, the day that we originally recorded. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you if you looked at it in terms of when, you know, how the, the time in between recording, this is the longest podcast in history. <laughs> Honestly. But it won't be for the listener, and that's what's important. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So basically, we're all going to be really poor this year. Oh, yeah. Brassic. Because this merch is probably the most fire merch that I've seen in years. Yeah. yeah. It is so cool. But my favourite thing about it, and this is what I've decided during this very, very long podcast, <laughs> when I've had time to think, <laughs> is the freestyle cup. So usually we just get like the kind of standard plastic, same as what you'd get during the day in the park freestyle cup. This year, 
it's a cup that's very similar to the tumbler that we had last year that had like the beast from poltergeist on it and michael myers and the demogorgon from stranger things it's like a really thick solid plastic mm-hmm. and like clear with a nice design around it so the freestyle cup this year is very similar to that but it has the same kind of artwork as what is on the Halloween Marathon of Mayhem designs. Now, this freestyle cup, because it's the mm-hmm. only thing I'm not looking at, because I'm, I'm actually on the Universal website now. On the shop. I think it's actually sold out now on the website. Okay. So does, does it have a straw or is it like a sipper cup? It looks on the picture to be like a sipper cup but so did the other one last year the other one did have a straw in it but it was just like bent inside of it okay so i imagine that's going to be similar and what's the deal with the freestyle cup is it if you buy it you get your refills during a halloween horror night event or so you'll pay so much for it i don't remember how much it's off of my head um and then it's free refills Okay. at the free sound machines i want to say it was about maybe 12 dollars jesus something like that it, it's not expensive it's a very very good deal so the cup itself is 18 dollars. yeah and then you just pay a one-off payment for your refills exactly the same as you do with a, a regular refill cup during the day and is that but just for that fancy. event or is that for the season so if you pay like your say say it is twelve dollars, you pay that, that's just for the day. Still a good deal. Mm-hmm. Well, realistically, yeah, because if like I don't drink a lot of soft drinks on my hard nights because I'm all about the beer, but if I ever need a soft drink break, it's like four dollars and something for like a Coke. Yeah, I mean I've I've gone off soft drinks. I I've weaned myself off soft drinks, so um I'm not planning to drink that much fizzy stuff i'll probably just be drinking water um so i'm not sure if it's something that i would necessarily do i'm not i mean i'm not not drinking fizzy drinks at all um but i've just seriously cut back on the amount to a couple of week tops rather than <laughs> probably more than that a day <laughs> um that's being polite so yeah, I'm not sure, but as you say, the the actual design of the cup itself is is quite something. And on the last and on the last episode, so I want to take all the credit for this. I said if they do not do merchandise with that marathon of was it called marathon of mayhem? Mm-hmm. I always forget what it's called. <laughs> um, but at least got it right this time. Um, you know, if they don't if they don't do merchandise with that artwork on, they're missing a trick and. They have not disappointed. They listened to our last episode and they went, quick, we need to quickly get our T-shirts sorted out and other merchandise because it's everywhere. Honestly, we've got a hoodie design. We've got the cup. We have got a poster print. Yep. We have a regular mug. We've got a light-up lanyard, which is an awful lot smaller than the amulet fear that we had last year, so nobody panic. <laughs> it still does look quite large but um it's thin i so honestly thought it was a mobile phone holder did you yeah yeah when i looked at it i was like oh that's quite cool because i could probably stick my phone in that that would be cool 
but I don't think I don't think it is that size. I don't think that's that's its intention at all. I think I mean, uh, it's it, just... that's the size it is. It's like an iPhone like seven plus kind of size. It looks to be on a picture. Well, that's why I thought that I'm quids in, but mm-hmm. I would. And what I liked about both the well, yeah, both the hood and t-shirt um, are black light reflective. Yes, it's interesting. We don't know what the effect is because there's no pictures to demonstrate what the actual effect of the black light is on on those items. But obviously, going through the houses, they are going to pop, which means I'm probably going to have to wear some of this merchandise when I'm there. Um, But also, one of the things I liked about the T-shirt in particular is the fact that it's a ringer T-shirt rather than just your standard unisex black plain T-shirt. So... I know you're not a big fan of ringer t-shirts. Um, like I am, I am looking at them. I think that they look nice, and in my head, I'm always like, "That's gonna look so cute on me." But every ringer t-shirt that I've ever bought, I've looked like an absolute potato in. And then last year, <laughs> they had a really cool Halloween one, and I was like, "Oh my god, desperate for that!" I got into the tribute store, tried it on, and I was like, "No, no." <laughs> so I mean. Yeah, I, I think that's, well, I don't know, this year I think it's it's really hard to choose what t-shirt I like the most because there's also, as we always have, a uh, event t-shirt, which has, yes. the IP, well, has some of the IPs on and some of the original houses, but doesn't have everything. Now, when I first saw it, because I didn't like the front, the front says maximum screenage in like an 80s kind of um, font. You know, that kind of metallic style, semi-futuristic font. Um, I didn't really like that, especially it was like a big print on the front. But the back of it is uh, an 80s arcade machine, which obviously is kind of paying homage to the scare zone that we're getting this year. Mm-hmm. And on the arcade is the names of... Um, the houses that we're getting but there's no Ghostbusters there is not so immediately I was kind of like well and I, I still am it's probably it, it's probably put me off buying it because I like that t-shirt to to have everything that's on that event but I've read a rumor that the reason why is because they didn't want Ghostbusters with the ha- with the horror films hmm I mean it's a bit late for that because like it's going to be like next door to each other well not only that and i like i kind of got that because i thought okay so what they're saying is they want ghostbusters associated with house of a thousand corpses or us and i kind of get that but then the marathon of mayhem has got you know slimer stay puff uh one of the, the the demon dogs um you know next to a demogorgon and the universal monsters so i i don't know i can't i'm not i'm not buying into that rumor too much because there just doesn't seem to be enough of it you know you can't have it for some things and not other things so it just seems it just seems off i mean surely if that's what you was worried about you'd have it um next to an ip or a house that didn't have the same you know wasn't quite as uh extreme as a a house of a thousand corpses you'd have it next to killer clowns yeah i don't know i don't know but now they have that design on a poster as well 
And a pen. Actually, yeah, good. And a pen. So the amount of people, first the amount of people that messaged like, Amanda, why is Ghostbusters not on the t-shirt? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't make the t-shirt. <laughs> and then Amanda, why is there no pin? And I'm like, I'm sure there will be a pin. I just don't know what it is yet. And then in the last day, we've seen pictures of the pin and it looks delightful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, 100% be buying that. I need, I need to have that pin. For sure. They do have packs of like badges, like button badges. Yeah, which I mean are cool. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm not really I'm not really feeling them as much as the other stuff. No, I'm an enamel pin kind of girl. Yeah, yeah. Like I collect a lot of pins. Um I do love them, but badges I do have a fair few, but I don't really put them on anything. They're just like in a box. So I don't think that I would buy them. But something that I feel like you are going to love that also got added was Ghostbusters socks that come in a VHS tape box. Right. Now, let me let me just uh, confess something here, right? <laughs> I saw that and I thought, that is going straight in my basket. I know, <laughs> I know a phrase you love very much. Uh, oh, I haven't seen those videos for quite a while. Um, and then I looked at the details of them and they're like um, adult size nine to like 13 or something. Oh. Now, I have only got size seven or eight feet, depending on where I am in the world and what it is that I'm wearing, right? And I hate these one size fits all socks because even if they're like a six to nine or something, which is like another size they normally do, they always feel baggy. So I mean, really wear them like knee-high pop socks. Yeah, but then like the, the bit that's supposed to go under your heel is then up the back of your heel, and oh, that's true. Yeah, I just I, I don't like it. I was I was disappointed because the socks do look incredibly cool, um, and and also obviously as you mentioned the the packaging is is brilliant. They've, I've seen this kind of thing used a few times now, normally for t-shirts. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. But that said as well, the T-shirts are $28, right? Which, I mean, they're a little bit more. I think they used to be 25 a few years ago. They've crept up a little bit. Yeah. But $24 for a pair of socks, one <sighs> pair of socks. I know. Is a bit excessive. So um, for those reasons, to reference uh, Shark Tank or Dragon's Den in the UK, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's a load of Stranger Things stuff. Now we did talk about this, but obviously we lost we lost that audio. So there's some bits which are obviously designed for Halloween Horror Nights. So we've got the t-shirt and the hoodie. Yeah, so the t-shirt and the hoodie both have Kyle Lambert's artwork on. So he designed um the Stranger Things art for Universal this year. He's a fantastic artist. Um, they're gorgeous. There's also a print of that. Well, I saw a print. Uh, no, the, the print's different. The print is like... Oh, the print's the pumpkin patch wine. He yes. still did that too, so he did both of them. Yeah. I really like that design. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but, but both, are, both are quite nice. I do like both of them, but... I think I prefer that pumpkin patch one a bit more. I mean, I do freaking love pumpkins. Yeah, you do love pumpkins. I do love pumpkins. Um, 
so we've got that. There's also some other Stranger Things merchandise. So we've got a Stranger Things hat, which is just a logo hat. Uh, we've got one with uh, Camp Nowhere and a T-shirt with Camp Nowhere as well. Amazing. And we've also got, and this has been recently added, a Scoops Ahoy hat. Right. I decided yesterday that this is going to be my new drunk hat. This is, I'm, I'm, I know where you're coming from on this because I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, I need to buy that hat. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, when am I ever going to wear that hat? Mm-hmm. That's the only problem with it. And I will still probably not buy one. Well, I'll tell you why I'm going to buy one because our Luke looks just like Steve Harrington. So sure. I'm going to make Luke wear an entire Scoops Ahoy uniform and then I'm going to buy him the hat. He's going to wear the hat around horror nights and then I'm going to get drunk and then it's going to be my drunk hat. I like I like your style. Yes, multi-purpose. The only thing we've said about the the uh, Stranger Things stuff is that, especially with some of these designs, uh, not obviously not the ones that were designed by Carl Lambert, but uh, the Camp Nowhere and the logo hats, you know, they are stuff that other places do sell as well. So there is that kind of fear that possibly that's what's going to happen. People will already have that kind of stuff and so won't buy them here. But they do have the Halloween Horror Nights logos on them. Yeah. So they are a little bit different to the others. However, I've got like 30-inch long hair. No one's ever going to see that Halloween Horror Nights logo on the back of the T-shirt that's tiny up near the neck. <laughs> that is that is very true. That's... I'll take a $10 Hot Topic version. <laughs> Now, there are a few other T-shirts as well that we, we should mention. Um, there's one for the Palace Arcade. Yes. Which Mr. D was particularly keen of. It's, um, again, I, I see what's good about this year is that there is a variation in the T-shirts. Like normally, they, they are a black T-shirt with whatever design is on that particular T-shirt. But with this one, it's like a baseball top. And that's what I refer to them as, where it's got like, I, I can't work out if it's three quarter sleeves or it's just long sleeves. I think it's. I feel like it's three quarters. Yeah. But, you know, again, it's a different t shirt. So, a different style. So, I think that's pretty cool. Um, and you said there's a bit of history with the palace and Halloween Horror Nights. Yes. So, the palace theatre is where we had um, the Ushers, the Ushers theatre he worked at. So similar to the way that we have Carrie Ohio referenced quite a lot of Horror Nights, the palace is also referenced quite a lot of Halloween Horror Nights. So it's a nice tie-in. Yeah, so one one a bit more for the diehards, which I think is good. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also got a Killer Clowns Clownzilla t-shirt. Right, Clownzilla is my favourite thing ever about Killer Clowns from Our Space. Like, I freaking love him so much. And I was so sad last year because every time that I tried to get the Killer Clown shirt, they didn't have my size, which is rare because obviously all of the standard shirts are just men's, men's sizes or unisex sizes. Yeah, so I have to get small... size. No. But I did see somebody who had like a child size pullover hoodie last year and I've never seen no. a pullover hoodie at the event before. I've only ever seen the zip-ups. Mm. And someone had a very, and it was small enough that it fit me, like, snugly, pullover hoodie. And I was like, where the hell did you get that from? I'm like, in the park. I'm like, mm, okay, feel like you're lying. Feel like you just made this yourself. Um, 
because I've never seen them but I always have to get like men's size small or occasionally in things like the pass holder t-shirts I'll do extra smalls and I have to just sew it or like tie it with a bobble but they never had a small in the Killer Clowns one when I was looking so I couldn't get it and I'm so heartbroken about it still so if anyone ever sees any like floating around eBay or like there's a tendency for Halloween Horror Nights shirts to show up in like Orlando thrift shops that like still had tags on and stuff because people just buy them when they have like the like universal yard sales yeah please please let me know because I'm so desperate for it so I'm not making that mistake this year the day that I get there I'm ordering this clownzilla t-shirt because it's like a what did I call it the other day it's got a name like distressed a distressed Distressed kind of shirt so it's like an old band kind of shirt which is 100% my vibe yeah it's got clownzilla and cool front at the top obviously clownzilla's on it and then you've got the other killer clowns underneath amazing and both of those shirts, the Palace Arcade and the Distressed Killer Clowns, are $32. So slightly more, $4 more. Um, but I suppose you're getting a different type of T-shirt, so it, it does make a bit of sense. Um, and the last T-shirt that we... Oh, no, sorry, there's two more. Um, there's the ladies' top, which you are not a fan of. I am not. I don't understand why. So for a little bit, they started doing like ladies fitted V-neck shirts and they were exactly the same as the house shirts for the year. But they were just nice fitted V-neck, gorgeous. Last couple of years, they've been doing some like weird slouchy, like off the shoulder things. Not my kind of thing. Like I don't like, I don't like wearing clothes like that. Like I just want like a regular t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's got a cool design, it's Bride of Frankenstein, and it's like, you should fear me. It's nice, but I just don't like the fit. So please bring back yeah. the Phoenix. You heard it, Universal, sort it out. Um, and then the, the last one, which kind of ties in as well, is the uh, classic Monsters t-shirt, which looks <sighs> stunning. I am going to buy this and wear it every day. I love it so much. It, it looks brilliant. Um, and that's why this year it's, it's going to be so hard for me to decide which T-shirt to buy because there's at least there's at least two, possibly three, that I am really torn between. Um, and I, the, the thing is, like, I can't come back with too many T-shirts. You do not understand the grief I get. I love T-shirts. Uh, I have far too many. So I've got to be like, I've got to be cautious about what I bring back. Um, I feel like YOLO, hide them in your suitcase and then just pull <laughs> one out randomly every now and again and be like, I've had the spray, doesn't really talk about <laughs> This was the one t-shirt that I brought back. There you Your go. There's a smart one. <laughs> um, I also added is a Ghostbusters hat, which matches the socks. I I also buy a lot of hats. <laughs> I don't know if I can get away with this. It's great. It's got some slime on the peak. It's got the logo, Stay Puff, and Slimer on the hat itself. And there's a Halloween Horror Nights tag on the side. Um, that might have to come home with me as well. Um, yeah. And then kind of, I mean, there's a few other bits. There's like some pins and stuff. We're not going to write anything that too much. But what we did love, both, all three of us loved these were the glasses oh my god i am obsessed with these it's all i've thought about for days people have already like got them they look 
as good in person as they do. I think they look even better in person because they look even more 80s in person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, this is a podcast, so you are not seeing what we're seeing. The How I described them the other day is they look like the kind of glasses you would get in the 80s as part of some promotion with, like, McDonald's or something. They're like a clear glass with an image printed all around the middle of it. And it's that kind of drawn design as well. So rather than it being like photos, somebody's obviously drawn the characters and they just look like retro AF. They just look fantastic. And we've got um, one for Stranger Things with various characters on and, and Demogorgons. Uh, we've got one with Ghostbusters, which uh, the main part of that is the final battle with Zool, which I don't know if that's giving us a hint to the house or not mm-hmm. um we've got one for the universal monsters of course which fits in really well and we've got one for your beloved killer clowns yes honestly when i saw these i feel like i actually did squeal a little bit <laughs> i feel like i was at work and i was like <laughs> i mean the thing is they they look i mean i think they are my favorite item of the year I feel like I've said that everything so far is my favourite, but it's because it genuinely is. Like, I really yeah. do love everything. Like, when I was saying in the beginning that this year's merchandise is fire, I wasn't mean, lying. I'm, I'm going to be so hip right now and say it, it's lit. It is. Um, indeed. <laughs> they, I mean, I was shocked when all of this merchandise dropped at just how much of it was impressive. As I said, like I've never looked at Halloween Horror Nights before and gone, I need most of this stuff. Um, you know, when me and Craig went in, in 27, I had to get a Bill and Ted t-shirt for me and my wife because we, that was the only thing she liked about Halloween Horror Nights. And I love Bill and Ted. Um, and it was obviously to celebrate the last year they were going to be there. Um, other than that, there was a few things that I liked. And I got you to pick me up the Icon t-shirt as well that year. Yes. Um, because I think it's always good to have a memento of the, of the things that you did that year. Um, but the designs of this stuff are far superior to anything I've seen in the last four or five years of the event for me. I agree. I mean, I was obsessed with the merch that we had last year. I thought it was fantastic. Like I really, really loved the pass holder shirt that we had last year. So you obviously have to show your annual pass to prove that you're a pass holder to be able to get the pass holder shirt. But it was the pumpkin that was on the Amulet of Fear lanyards. And I thought it was just stunning. I wear that all the time. And I really loved the Skirzone t-shirt that we had that had like Chucky on the back of it. Mm-hmm. There was a print of that too. This year also, which is not on the website, there is going to be a Skirzone print that'll have like Rob Zombie's Hellbilly Deluxe on it, Vanity Ball, Arcade, etc., etc. That looks really cool too. Yeah, because that's the thing. I mean, we know because there are items missing on the website already um, that we've seen people buy in the shops that this isn't everything. So mm-hmm. there will be a few bits that I'm sure will be um, added once we actually, once the event kicks off and all the merchandise is out. Um, which will just make it that much more harder to do. Um, but the only the only problem with things like glasses 
is the fact that they are so fragile because they're glasses. And traditionally, when I go to Orlando, I'm sure you're the same, you, you there's often stuff that you see and you think, how am I going to get that home? All the time. <laughs> because, you know, I bought stuff that has been in boxes, in, um, in, in styrofoam, to make sure that, you know, that thing isn't moving, that I've still unpacked after a Florida trip and has, has got a bit broken. So mm-hmm. that's my only fear um, with those glasses in particular. Um, but this year, I'm going hand luggage only. I still can't believe this. Yeah. And I, well, you, you got to bear in mind, you're going for like almost three weeks. We're going for four days, five days. I'm going for freaks and taking two suitcases, two big suitcases and a little carry-on suitcase and a backpack. Yeah, but it, do, it did save me like about 100 quid. Did like it? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for me to add suitcases on, because you have to add them on each way. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I think it was about, it might have been 35 each way, 40 each way, something like that. It might not have been 100, but yeah. So it was, it was quite pricey, and it means that we obviously fly through um, quicker because we don't have to wait for the luggage to be unloaded. and. Uh, wait, are both of you not taken? No. <gasps> yep. Wow, you're but, such boys. But, the, but you know, we can take on, uh, we're flying with BA, which in hindsight at, at the current climate, <laughs> it's probably not the wisest thing. Um, but on there, you can take a, a bigger suitcase than most airlines. Like some of the restrictions, like some of the airline restrictions are so small. They're almost okay. like not worth doing. Um, so I've got a reasonable size case. I've got a vacuum. I'm going to vacuum pack my clothes as well. So I've got like uh, some bags that you can uh, suck the air out of. Okay, science time. Yeah. Right. So whenever I've used these vacuum bags before, yeah. so I put all my clothes in and I'm like, blah, blah, do a little vacuum thing. And then it's so heavy. Oh, okay. Like, why? Like, how does vacuuming the air out of it make it so much heavier? That I cannot answer you. We'll have to go and ask Bill Nye the Science Guy. Uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy, please come on the podcast <laughs> and talk to me about science. Yeah, well, don't come on the podcast. Just answer our, our question. Um, <laughs> no, please. I have such a question on Bill Nye. Okay, fair enough. Um, but we've got uh, so we've got a suitcase each, and we can take on a backpack and another item of hand luggage. So between, and, and I'm going to get a backpack, which is not, it's one of those ones that looks, it's a bit like a TARDIS. So you actually have a lot more storage space in it than it looks like you have. So, you know, I, I, I think I'll be fine. I need like eight t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I've worked that out by needing two a day because I imagine I'm going to get really hot during the day. Smart. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, same amount of underwear, same amount of socks, uh, spare pair of shoes. That's pretty much it. Other than that, I just need like recording equipment and all that kind of stuff. It's just got my backpack. So yeah. Well, wow. That'll be fine. I hope so. And I'm allowed 23 kilos in that suitcase as well. Like I'm only allowed that in my regular luggage. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. So we could have gone with Norwegian and we'd have had, we would have had to have, uh, gone suitcase as well because their allowance I think was like 10 kilos in a smaller case so yeah so you know 
because it's hand luggage only, uh, I don't have to worry about um, putting the, the glasses into a suitcase, which going into like hold. Wow. Yeah, because of that, um, there's a good chance I'm going to take those glasses home. For sure, for sure. Yeah, they, they are high on my list of stuff to buy. I really love the cups as well. I always bring back one of the cups, but there's two this year. So there's one that is just Ghostbusters, and oh, my life it is adorable. Like, I literally, I want to order it right now. Are you talking about a mug or are you talking about the cup? The mug. Oh, the mug, yeah. The mug. So the Ghostbusters mug with like slime coming down it and then stay puffed on it. Oh my God, it's so freaking cute. And then they have the event-themed mug, which has the um, Marathon of Mayhem artwork on it. So both of them are coming right in my basket. <laughs> I've only seen one uh, like vinyl figure this year. Um, I don't know if we're going to get any others. I've got a feeling we might do. The shorty one? Yeah. Adorable. Yeah. Adorable. I want every killer clown in those little vinyls. I'd be I'd be shocked if they only did a one. Well, I feel like last year, like, did you ever see the Stranger Things Pez dispensers in the park? No. No, I didn't well, I didn't go last year. Um, yeah, like on any videos or anything. I know that I recorded them because I was like, oh my god, I freaking need these. Um, but I never saw them online, I don't think. But also, last year they had Horror Inc. in the park, um, and they had like a little setup in the tribute store, and they had a setup in Men in Black store, and you could design your own shirts. Mm. So I'm excited to see what's next. So you could do, like, I got a Slaughter Cinema one for Midnight Snack because that was my favourite oh, bit. Yeah, I, mem- I remember this, yeah. Yeah, so we'll probably see an awful lot more stuff. I am hoping for more vinyls. I'm hoping for, obviously, Horror Inc. to come back. I just like buying everything and then regretting it instantly. I mean, I'm very tempted to buy a lanyard unless... I, I get a Halloween Horror Nights unofficial one before the event starts. So TikTok is all I'm saying. Um, that's on you. But if not, I will probably pick up a lanyard as well. I don't even, I don't even, I don't even use lanyards really, but they just look cool. So I collect them from every year. So I think like one of the first ones I got real, like with a design on it that didn't just say Halloween Horror Nights, it was like Sweet 16 maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year there's two variants. There's the Halloween Horror Nights standard one, which is like orange and green. Cool colours. Looks a little bit Jurassic Parky with a like um, obviously arcade theme underneath it. And then you've got the Ghostbusters one as well. So I feel like I will need both. And are those both prints? Um, the Ghostbusters one, let me have a little look. I don't think that it is. There's a slime magnet, which I thought was a print. Oh, is that what it is? It's a magnet? Oh. I thought it was a print. I was like, that's going to look sick as fuck on my bedroom wall. And then I was like, no, it's a magnet. Well, the thing is, my my wife, um, she always, the, the one bit of merchandise she always wants from something is a magnet. And she obviously doesn't like Halloween Horror Nights, which is why I'm going. Um, 
She's not even a massive fan of Ghostbusters. But if you don't think I'm coming back with that fridge magnet, you don't know me. <laughs> uh, because I'll say, well, look, you like fridge magnets. Here's a fridge magnet. Um, oh, and I love it. It's a very cool it. magnet. I don't even think I can put magnets on my fridge. I think I've got one of those, like, a cupboardy kind of one, maybe. On one side. <laughs> <laughs> you can put magnets on yeah, it. Amanda's got one of those wooden fridges they now make. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean, the ones that's like the, it's a door. Yeah, you've got your the fridge in. attached to a door. Yeah. Yeah, can't put it on. So I've got like loads of like annual pass holder Disney magnets that Ashton always collects for me, and I, like I'm not putting them on my car because I'll just get robbed in Liverpool, and like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, mm. kids try and take everything off my car, so <laughs> they won't even like my Disney Annual Pass old magnets. They'll just take them for no reason. So, um, hang on. So, is is that a magnet? Is that is the um, Halloween extravaganza a magnet as well, or is that a print? That is a print. That's a shame. That would have made a better fridge magnet, but the, I'll take it. The one that's the Marathon of Mayhem yeah. artwork. Yeah. yeah, that's a regular poster print. And then there's the Kyle and bit Stranger Things. But again, you know, we are talking about what's gone online. And we know, you know, you pointed out, you know, at least one thing we know from other years, there are some things that don't go online or will go online nearer the event date. So, you know, there could be more fridge magnets coming. Um, could see some more T-shirts. Who knows? For sure. The only thing we do know for sure is that there are no more glasses. Well, you know when we'll know in two weeks' time when Luke goes to open a night and posts a little video on our Facebook page. Yes, but it does say that it's a set of four. Um, in fact, it's in one week and a half. Oh, my days. I know, how exciting. But Luke will for sure or give us a tour of the tribute store so we can see everything. Is that the one that's not the greatest store in the world? It's just a tribute? That is the one indeed. Yeah, okay, just checking. We also haven't even seen the pass holder merch yet for Horror Nights. Oh, yeah. So so here's a question. mm -hmm. So Luke's a pass holder. Yeah. Can he buy us pass holder merch? Right. Or I don't know what could... I don't know what the like real life answer is here. Like wouldn't want to get anyone in trouble. He could buy it on your behalf, I guess. Like they they don't like tie it to your annual pass and they're like, you can only have one because you've already bought one. But yeah. you have to show your annual pass to buy oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, No, I mean the thing is it's like, you know, and obviously I don't know what the annual pass stuff is like, but let's just say I like the annual pass t shirt. If I gave Luke the $30 or whatever it was for the T-shirt, he would be able to buy one even though he's already bought one. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I loved the pass holder shirt last year because it was the pumpkin. So they had the pumpkin on the Amulet of Fear lanyard and they'd released that as the artwork and I thought that it was adorable. So then that was on the annual pass holder shirt. And for some reason, the annual pass holder shirt's always fit a little more snug so I always like them a little bit better okay so I'm very excited to see what the annual pass holder stuff is this year so we'll have stuff as annual pass holders for sale in the annual pass holder um lounge 
we'll have stuff for sale in the tribute store and potentially we'll be able to get it online too. So, Mr. D, of what you've seen so far, what's mm-hmm. tickling your fancy? I mean, obviously, you said you like the arcade T-shirt, but was there anything else? Yeah, um, pro- probably one of the shots, I think. Um, not, not so worried about the rest of the stuff. I mean, if they had a pin, I'd maybe be interested in the pin, but I don't think they do pins. They, they usually do. Yeah. yeah. So if they had a pin, I'd, I'd be interested in that. If not, then... They've got pin sets. The I don't yeah. know if you've seen the pin sets, but I don't... I, they're, they're nice, but I would just like a standard pin. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the enamel pins they usually mm. do have. So, again, Luke can update us when he goes to the tribute. But I think, actually, pass holders might get a um, like some kind of early look at the tribute store. Mm-hmm coming up yep. soon so he yeah. might potentially get to a little bit earlier for us and let us know how much debt we're going to be yeah. when we come back from holiday sweet a bit yeah so that'd be mm-hmm. cool if not then it'd be shot it'd be either the arcade shot or the classic monster shot i think one of those two amazing i think that classic monster shirt is going to be the sleeper of this year oh uh, for sure i think that's going to be the hard one to get just because I know they do Universal Monster stuff. You know, you can you can buy Universal Monster stuff, but I've not seen a T-shirt like that before. No, that design is ridiculously cool. Mm. I buy everything that's got classic monsters on. Like, I'm dreading walking into the new store that they have because mm. I know there's so much. I know I bought a lot of it last year when they first started releasing it, but I think there's more stuff in there that I haven't got yet. Hey, I'll tell you what I did see on the website today, man, and it's not Halloween Horror Nights based. Oh, what? I saw a plush ET with a plush spaceship. <gasps> oh, my God. I'm going to have a look right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. It said, I'm sure it was under the new item. Nope, nope, nope. One special. second. <laughs> That's just my Jonestown Massacre trailer that I was watching earlier today. <laughs> Apologies. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it was in the news section, um, but I don't know how often they update the website. So I wasn't sure if new meant like new or new meant within the last year. So um, oh. to be honest, I didn't, re- I didn't really know they had a website. I think I've ever oh, really? I must, I must have done. I'm, I must be talking nonsense. I think I just hadn't thought about it for a while. Um, too busy looking at Shop Disney when I think about theme park stuff. Um, but it was cool because I was looking because I know there's one thing I've got to pick up for my daughter when I go from uh, Diagon Alley or, or Hogsmeade. I know where to buy it from because I've seen it before. Um, but um, yeah, I just thought I'd have a quick look to see what the, the Harry Potter stuff was was like, see if there's any new bits that I hadn't seen recently. And there was quite a lot, actually. So it was quite nice to have a look and just get a bit of an idea of what I might also be getting when I go out there. Oh, my God. Ooh. Is it the one that's wearing pyjamas? Yeah. So I already have a similar one that's wearing, like, lost bright pyjamas, and he's cuddling, like, a little yellow star, and I sleep with that every single night. That's like my comfort blanket, and I've had it for years. So this can be my replacement. And the man is almost thirty. Honestly, like 
I don't like sleeping by myself and it's comforting to me. But that is freaking adorable. Oh my God. Oh, I'm going to be so poor. <laughs> oh, they have Stranger Things merchandise too. So they have things like the Camp Nowhere t-shirt that Dustin wears. They have the Camp Nowhere hat. Yeah. And the standard Stranger Things hat. However, I do feel like, I mean, I'm not trying to like jip Halloween Horror Nights out of any money here, but I feel like you can get them cheaper in Hot Topic, so. You could probably get them cheaper in Target or Walmart. To be honest, yeah. Like, I'd rather spend more money on Halloween Horror Nights merch and buy my Stranger Things merch cheaper somewhere else. This is the thing, like, they've got to have Stranger Things merch there because you're in that environment. Like, you know, in the UK, we are absolutely spoiled for Harry Potter merchandise because mm-hmm. Primark have, have become like the Harry Potter shop if you want like Harry Potter clothing or Harry Potter mugs or homeware or whatever. Um, they've been doing Harry Potter stuff for like the last few years. So you can buy really cheap T-shirts if you want to go to Primark. But the stuff that they do at Universal is of a better quality. Yeah. All of that stuff is. And it's captive audience. Like if you're in the wisdom world you want to spend your money. So just because you can buy stuff cheap, it doesn't necessarily mean that you you necessarily will because you get caught up in the moment. So they are going to sell it, but I personally think because they are only getting this stuff in now because of Halloween Horror Nights, people that want that kind of thing probably already wearing it. Like the amount of people I see in Facebook groups saying, right, what do I wear to... Halloween Horror Nights, the um, Eleven jumpsuit, or the Chips Ahoy outfit. Like, <laughs> I, I honestly think we are going to be swamped by people in like cosplay. Same, same. Cool. Definitely think so. Um, like inappropriately <laughs> short shorts. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't judge anyone's that. short shorts because I wear short shorts myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I, short shorts. I mean there's no such thing as can't well I think short I think, shorts well, is what your heart desires Nick Branch I, you can wear them I think I think I think uh, there are reasons why you can't wear short shorts but everyone can wear short shorts well for me it's just because I've got hairy legs I mean, it's nothing else so have I Oh, okay. In that case, I might wear some shorts. <laughs> okay, on that note, <laughs> we're going to go. We'll be back next week with another episode. Hopefully, Luke will have been into the tribute shop a little early by then, and we will be very, very ready for opener night of Halloween, Horror Nights 29. I'm excited. Woohoo! You guys are excited. <laughs> You can tell I'm excited. <laughs> it's a good time. So if you haven't already, join our Facebook group because we're like a cute little family in there. We share our little stories. We get each other excited about our trips. And that is the After Dark Podcast Network Army. It's a closed group. So you just request to join and then come and chat with us. And please, please, please go and look at Luke's videos from the parks. as He's been putting out some cracking videos lately. And he just recently did a scare zone prop update video and the park looks awesome already so that is luke s bird b-u-r-d on youtube 
on that I saw some photos of the um the, the progress that's being made at Zombieland. Oh yeah. Double tap looks incredible. Like I just watched the film last week um for the first time probably since it came out. I forgot how good it was. Like it's just such a fun film. I'm really looking forward to the sequel. Um, but to see that drop zone uh, or the drop tower, whatever you want to call it, um, was just brilliant. I really can't wait to see that scare zone in action. I think it's going to be really, really fun. Um, when does the movie come out? The new, the new movie comes out uh, 17th of October. It's about uh, 10 it's years old. After we come back. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about 10 years to the day of the original Zombieland. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's that kind of time in October. I can't remember exactly when, but it's around that time. Yeah. So although it's called Double Tap, obviously that area is going to be quite themed to the first movie. So, hmm. Yeah. Exciting. Okay, so all exciting things. We'll see you guys next week. I love you. Bye now. I was just trying to make a penis joke. <laughs> so apologies once again for the, the sound issues. Look, we've been doing this now for eight years and that's the first time touch wood that's really happened. So just really grateful that we was able to kind of go back and re-record just a portion of it to make sure that it all flowed through. Um, before this episode officially ends, just two things. First of all, uh, the meetup on the 27th is still going to be happening. We haven't had the confirmation still as we've recorded this episode. So um, once we do have the confirmation of it being NBC Sports Bar, we will uh, set another event up on Facebook uh, with the times on and we just would like you to say whether you intend to come or not just to make sure we've got enough spaces that's the only reason um, the second thing is uh, we've talked about the t-shirts we are doing Universal After Dark and um, Meetup shirts as well um, we are going to be placing the order for those on the 3rd of September so you've got a few days if you'd like to buy one uh, the price is £15 UK, $20 US because they're being made in the UK. And you can choose to have one with just the logo or you can have one with the logo and uh, about the meetup, uh, the, the weekender uh, message on it as well. Um, there are images in the Facebook group. There isn't a web store, so you can't see them that way. But if you want to see what they're going to look like, there are photos. I'm actually modelling one of them myself in a photo um if you want to buy one just send an email to uh disafterdark at gmail.com with the subject heading universal t-shirt and we will send you a paypal invoice um once we've confirmed it if we get enough orders the t-shirt price will actually come down so that's why we're not invoicing people yet because we want final numbers before we know what we actually have to charge but it's not going to be any more than 15 pounds or 20 dollars um so that's it. If you've got any questions, obviously email us about that as well and or, or message us on Facebook and um, any questions about the T-shirts, I will be more than happy to answer for you. But the important thing is to actually see you. So don't feel that you need to buy a T-shirt. They are just, you know, something that we are putting on. Uh, you know, if people want to buy them, we'll be wearing them because we're geeks, right? Um, but uh, don't feel obliged. If you want to support us, 
Uh, it'd be great for you to, to buy one of the T-shirts, but, you know, don't feel bad if you can't buy one. It's not a problem. We don't mind. Um, just thank you for your continued support. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you very much for your continued support of us. And we'll be back with another Universal After Dark very soon. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.